some wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Did you hear about Stuart Zimmel? Stuart Zimmel, did he invent a electric drill? No, he threaded the punch Ian Bowman in the throat. And who's Ian Bowman? Oh, you must not be a hockey fan. So, I have no correct. idea. Bowman. So the American Hockey League Scotty is the minor Bowman. leagues to the NHL, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's an AHL app. And, you know, you can get notifications from the AHL app. Well, Why do you care about this? Well, because... <laughs> there's you know it wasn't like you know so and so got traded nick patan you know set a record last night it said just you know people started getting notifications that said Stuart zimmel since i have no way to contact you you owe me nearly six thousand dollars contact me about payment i'm also filing a workplace report against you for threatening punch me in the throat and then the next notification people got Stuart Zimmel threaded the punch Ian Bowman in the throat. <laughs> Next notification, Stuart Zimmel, please pay the outstanding money owed. And then the next notification from the AHL, there was an error with this application. Please uninstall. <laughs> Some random guy was texting, but it was like no, no. the app. These guys run hockey tech and, and buzzer apps which, you know, are the back end. Like, HL doesn't actually run their app. They contract that stuff out, right? And so the company that they contracted it out, I guess, had some inner strife, owing money, threatened assault. And so um, they were, you know, getting at each other through putting it out in a very public manner. That's (laughs) professional. Yeah. Well... What? Yeah, you threatened to punch someone in the throat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, minor leagues, man. Wild things happen. What time was this, too? Oh, middle of the day, and all the reporters, like, who follow, like, the NHL and AHL are like, geez, stuff going on here. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's minor league, you know, that's Bush League stuff there. Not. Not the big leagues like Amazon. So I'm excited about Amazon's new uh, social media outreach thing here. You know, we've heard a lot of bad things about their fulfillment centers, the warehouses, you know, where workers don't get a bathroom oh, break and stuff like that. But I've that. heard great tweets from their workers about yeah. how happy it is to work in Amazon world. <laughs> yeah, like Raphael, he's an Amazon FC fulfillment oh, what's center his, what's ambassador. His, uh, what's he like? Does he uh, like his work conditions, Carter? Well, he says, I'm so excited for Amazon Family Day at my site this weekend. I can't wait to bring the grandkids by for a visit so they can see their nana at work. Bonus. I also get the day off. Yippee! And then his profile picture. Wait, Nana? Why is this kid 19 years old in his profile picture with the grandkids? Something isn't right there. Well, let's check on Dylan, Amazon FC ambassador. Pit operator at, at PHL for sports, music, food, and anything Louisiana. He, he tweets, my working conditions are just fine at PLH4 next everything is fine i don't think there is anything wrong with the money i make or the way i'm treated at work and next like a hostage video i treated (laughs) just fine my working conditions are fine 
Oh, well, that is, he's not a bot because this one here, Hannah, Amazon FC ambassador, she's got feelings. I suffer from depression, and at one point I wanted to quit Amazon, but I realized it was my fault for the problems I was dealing with and not Amazon's. <laughs> I'm allowed to talk to people, but sometimes I don't want to. Now I have some great coworkers to pass the nights with. I'm allowed to talk to people. Mm. Audra. Like, that's she... a big privilege. <laughs> Audra. As a worker in the U.S., I do not want a union. Why should I pay union dues to get exactly what I'm already getting? My working conditions are good, and I receive great benefits. And Dylan, of course, everything is fine. I don't think there is anything wrong with the money I make or the way I'm treated at work. <laughs> I'm happy. Everything is fine. Yep. Bust union scum. <laughs> I think some in some way in my brain, it's like that's a perfect job for me. Amazon fulfillment center, just running. If it was like, if it was just okay, eight hours, make a game out of it. But it's, it's all the extra evil stuff that they also throw on. And then not getting paid much at all. Yeah, like you <laughs> don't get. Yeah, like you don't get hours. Everybody fights for shifts. Everyone picks their own shifts. You log in and fill, and you can't get 40 hours. That way, nobody's ever full time. They don't even, if you made a working salary, could you enjoy that? Being like, okay, there's stuff I got to get around. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind a around job but, at this point. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, it's going to be short lived. You, you know, they're planning on replacing all these yeah. people immediately. Yeah, but as soon just, as. Yeah. I guess that's how every yeah, but then every company's plan is just to lose money until robots take over. Yeah, all these I don't so, know. So let's treat our people like complete garbage. All these tech We're companies not even going to get them any. All yeah. these tech companies need to get broken up. Like, remember that everything used to be like you know three years on to the next thing, on to the next thing. All this stuff is just so old. I was using Amazon in 99, you know? I, I don't really use it anymore. And, and Facebook's like, what, 11, 12 years old? And and Google's been around forever. They're, they're just too big. There's no com no competitor can come up. Yeah, and, there needs to be a little bit of regulation. I mean, by a little, I mean a lot. <laughs> they're just, they can be so stagnant and, you know, nothing's They're not accountable happen. for anything. Nothing. Yeah. No Ooh. accountability. Their problem is, oh, that's what the people wanted. Facebook, you're a big racist pig hole. Oh, that's <laughs> just what the people were wanting on the algorithm. Sorry, we'll try uh, next time, but we really want the people to regulate it. But you're getting all the money. Like, that's your job. Like, you make all the money. Everybody else makes no money. This is your thing. Grow up here. Well, it's a libertarian tech dream. Just everything's going to do itself it's going great that's there that's oh too bad we'll let people we'll help train people to regulate each other online well uh, it's just like <laughs> shut up you you shouldn't make the money if you don't do a job they're failing they're absolutely failing <laughs> and they just complain they just just throw their hands up and go oh man those people we we they got to learn better skills. It's like, no, you have to do something because you're making billions of dollars off of this. 
have you ever downloaded your Google? I was. Uh, have you ever downloaded your Google data or Facebook data or something like that to see exactly what they have on you? They have. And you know, voice recordings on the Google phone and stuff like that. Yeah, I was talking about that with you already. How you can get into your Google account and see. Yeah, you can see it all. What it's heard, what it's heard you say. I haven't downloaded it yet, but uh, Mm -hmm. I've been meaning to. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to know. (laughs) Does it say what it thinks of you, or just what it knows? Yeah, just 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 the raw data. I don't think you get to see how they've. Uh... Well, you, you know what they think of you when you see what the ads are, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I try not to use those big things anymore. Duck, duck, go is the competitor. Oh, it needs a new name, but it uses at least you know contextual gotcha. advertising. Like you know, you yeah. search for something, yeah. and they'll they'll run an ad based on the search, not based on you. But but then I'm not usually signed in with my Google account either, so I don't yeah. know how much it's uh, We need to call Jamie in for a special guest appearance. Yeah. What do you think? Are these companies going to... Oh, he's an insider. I don't trust it? Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> I know I don't trust him at all either. But, I feel uh, like somebody went through my uh, stuff at the airport. Because like, the bottom of my microphone is like unscrewed now. Yeah, that's where you hide drugs. I know someone that went in my baggage coming out of Israel because it was all folded and they had a card thing. <laughs> you went through your stuff. We went through your stuff, um, and it was it was just immaculately folded. And l- I, let me tell you, I was in a hurry and I just, well, you know, it's. I, I don't think Wait, I watched. They folded it for you. Yeah, because I think, uh, you know, I was gone for a month and I don't remember doing any laundry. I must have. But no, I don't you remember. You did laundry at our place, didn't you? Yeah, but actually in Israel, I don't remember doing any laundry. Um, Filthy man. So I just sort of threw everything in the bag, and they just folded it all. <laughs> dirty, dirty underwear and all. Disgusting. That, well, it's very kind of them. Yeah. That's very kind. I mean, man, I've got it down. Like I put, I roll my clothes now. And if you and if you put an elastic around them. Yeah. Oh, it's the greatest because then your whole bag is just like this little rolled compartment of ammo and you know what everything is and like there's no like looking for stuff or like stuff getting ready. it's just all like rolled perfectly in my little containers i have a container for my shirt container for my pants container for my socks container for my underwear all rolled up with the uh, elastic bands on them it's amazing oh. What am I gonna do? With well, you got your Jovi hundred rock, hundred million faces, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, but what am I gonna do with that? It's that's all on Spotify, hey. Even though like the, you know, like disc four with all those, you know, like demos and stuff, it's all on there. Here we go. Hundred million that's Bon Jovi right, fans yeah. can't be wrong. Fifty songs just right here. Like, man, that was expensive, hey. Like. Yep. And then it's just, hey, it's free now. <laughs> it's what? a nice box, though. Like It's oh, yeah, got some yeah. nice stuff in it. And... Do you have that, Carter? No. Trevor, you know what my legitimately bought CD collection is? Since I, you know, since Napster was around when I was in, you know, grade nine and burning CDs was around in grade nine, I have one non-soundtrack album that was legitimately purchased so you'd want a bunch of my cds probably i've picked up like a 
good album like at a yard sale but yeah i don't have any actual cds i have offspring americana that's it 1998 that came out no but i have like every i have like every freaking stones every aerosmith every bunch like oh yeah yeah tons of blues artists like obscure blues stuff oh yeah i've got lots of weird stuff man it's just i'm gonna toss it or i thought hey carter might want some of this yeah i'll pick up some for sure Maybe you can come over and take a look. Yeah, no doubt. Are you managing to fill up a house with the two, like with stuff, or? This is all in Marge's anyway, and she said I can leave it there as long as I want, but I just want to get rid of it. So I just don't want to leave her with all of my life's possessions in Marge's basement. I just feel it's like a little bit mean. Uh, Yeah, well, you know, CDs come in, CDs gotta go. Let me let me grab. Here's a segment. Let me let me grab some of Janelle's CDs here. <laughs> oh, that. So again, I I'm still barely golf. I had a few good rounds again this year. Just playing with someone who's basically a scratch golfer, another friend of mine. Does that make it better or worse? Oh, that's like even par. Usually, it doesn't make any. It seems to have no impact. But just on you. It, yeah, it doesn't hurt me or help me. Okay. You just like, okay, I'm never ever gonna even be, okay. beat winning a hole, but out drove him. We get go. a big drive. Limped off nine holes was, today. Well over 300 yard drive. This year is just weird for me. Nice. Yeah, that just like okay, like <laughs> that ball didn't curve way to the side. It just went straight. And, well, apparently some of the anti-slice stuff you can do now with a club is amazing. Yeah, but mine's not. Well, it's kind of new. It, yeah, clubs help a lot. But if you could just weight it, like apparently if you just slice every time, you could just weight it so that it doesn't. And then, yeah. Because I could slice a ball 30 yards to the right mm-hmm. 99 out of 100 times mm-hmm. if I'm trying to. So if I could just put something on it straight and that, I could hit the middle of the fairway every time. Like... Because I can consistently do that. Yeah. Here we go. These are legitimately purchased CDs. This is like, I don't know, Janelle in 2004 goes to Walmart and comes out with a bunch of crap at the store in my life. Escapes, World Rhythms, Hawaii. That sounds good. Holiday Hawaiian music album? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if there's one of them. I don't believe that. Honey to the Bee. This is, uh, she was in the first season of Doctor Who. I, what does I that even mean? Album. I don't know, her name's Billy. And, uh, well, that's a person. Yeah, I know her more as an actress, but here's an album of hers. Candlelight Romance, Sax Dreams. Hey, well, you guys <laughs> ended up getting married, so shut up. Still World worked. Rhythms, Hawaii. What? I it's a theme Another there. Hawaii. World Rhythms, Caribbean. You know, that's the same music, but Sense, whatever. Sense and Sounds, Oriental Garden. That's mm. kind of racist. Yeah. yeah we say Oriental anymore. anymore. S Club 7, their second one. Oh, the first one I could see. Second yep. one, the, let it the go. The Clueless soundtrack. Probably some good tracks on there. That's yeah, a, Mar- yeah. You said you had soundtracks. Radiohead's on here. <laughs> Big plastic right. trees acoustic. Oh, Brent is all in on the Clueless soundtrack. Uh, classical Evening, Mozart. Sounds nice. Nothing wrong. 
Yeah. Um, so far, her CD selection sounds pretty good, Carter. Daryl's Minus the double Hawaiian. Like, did she order two pineapple on the pizza? This is oh, apparently a Dauphin band called Daryl's Grocery Bag, she said. Oh, this is from Calgary. Broadway Classics. Beethoven. Orchestra performs the Beatles. You know, it's just like... Okay. So far, this is good, Carter. I'm... Okay. But, you know, it's just not like, you know... Carter. A by-band, album by-band, you know, kind of. It's a compilation of songs, which it's... I'm more into, you know, album, album, albums right Carter, now. Carter, I think you're a little hard on your wife here, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, Devil Hawaiian is unexcusable, but other than that, it's all music. Yeah. Sounds like she's a little more cultured with that Oriental stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's not go through. Yeah, you know, you go through your mind. Yeah, throwing a bunch out. Can't keep that R. Kelly stuff in here anymore. Those burnt R. Kelly albums, you know. Sorry. We <laughs> represented him a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> he didn't appear in court the other day. He refused transport. Refuse transport. He can yeah. fly. He's like, I can get there. I believe oh, I, can I, believe fly. I can make it. I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. That would be such a good article. R. Kelly refuses transport. Says he'll fly to this to the gig. <laughs> Call it a gig too. He only refers to his court date as gigs. <laughs> What else you got there, Sprig? Hmm? What else do you have, Offspring? <laughs> yeah, like that's, I think, the only album. Oh, and then t- two Will Smith ones. So Janelle's got better music. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you, you, you brought this out to throw Janelle under the bus? But it turns out she totally crushed you at this. Oh man, Will Smith. Yeah, picks. I think this has got to be in the air, and she's got to hear this because two Will Smiths and an offspring. <laughs> that's what you're thinking. Those are my purchased CDs. That's my like Burt an ones. S Club Seven and my my Burt ones kick, man. Remember, I boxes of VHS tapes of old like music videos and stuff. Oh yeah. That's the holy grail. That's some crap. And I also have some funny videos, home videos. Oh, no. So you only be... got a VHS player to play it, right? Oh, I've got a converter set up now I'm going to use. Oh, good. Gangster Pirates, finally. Oh, no. Skyro's got the, the masters of those. Oh, man. We need to track them down. No, we don't. Yeah, what are they trying to sell you? Both things getting worse. Uh, one was like, um, one just had the words "it could always get worse," and one was like a Etsy kind of thing. I don't know if it was like catchphrases on like doilies or something. It looked like crafts, and the other one was like a story or something on Instagram, like a writer or something. You're the it could be worse guy, though. Dirt cookies. <laughs> Some episode 10 stuff right there i think oh, speaking of classic episodes we've got some photographic 
We've got some photographic proof before of an abandoned zoo. Huh. But the mayor of River Heights himself has given us photographic proof of animals in said zoo during its heyday. It's peak, if so, you will. For old listeners, I talked about a zoo that was in the bush. Um, and for old episodes, go back to those first 25 episodes where we mention it every day. It's in the middle of nowhere in a bush in rural Manitoba where they just kept yeah. wild animals believe it. in holes in me- rusty metal cages and they kids go see them once a year. It was the most insane horror movie animal prison in the bush thing. It was terrifying going there. And of course and they the had end. grizzly bears and dolphins and tigers and and, and we got the, hip, the hippopotamus was hit on highway by his family. Well, yeah, fell off and broke its legs. They had to kill it on the highway. Oh, oh. And it's all true. And it? now we have video, we have photographic proof of how crazy it was. So it's going to be on the on the blog. Here comes. There's just a grizzly bear in a cage with a a cut off. What's its tank? It's just a, a rusty metal drum with water in it, and that's where the grizzly bear spends its days. Well, on better, a cement floor. Better than at the old, yeah, where Dean Cooley dealership is now, where it's just an old, <laughs> deep enough pool that the bear couldn't get out, as we found out. Some empty parking lot space. Yeah. Tiger on some cement to pace Oh, that's got to be good with. for a tiger in the summer. Like, yeah, a tiger just lived on cement its whole life. And I think one of the animals was kept in like a cut-off train car, right? It was like blowtorched in half, and it was like the bottom of a train car, a shipping crate filled with water. Was that like a sea animal? I can't remember what was in that, but it was just a train car. And like if you fill a train car with water, it's going to like rust, right? Oh, like, is that your oh, dolphin? Yeah. All the time. It's going to rust constantly that's a horror movie but yeah no check out herecomesomewisdom.com and that's where you'll find some animal cruelty pictures (laughs) before that was a thing yeah yeah before it was the 80s no one cared about animal rights everyone had money to spend except for those running the zoo not enough money for the animals. <laughs> all in this, all in the pocketbook says "sweet, sweet zookeeper." If that place made a hundred bucks a year, I'd be amazed. Yeah, I think I'm in some of those pictures too. Oh, probably. I think I'm the tiny blonde kid. Yeah, putting an animal <laughs> in a cage gives you power, but you know what real power is? Oh, gives you power like hell. Power like hell. I tried to find hell energy drinks. I couldn't find them after. I looked. We went to multiple grocery stores on our trip after that. But I couldn't get my hands on one. But man, that was a great pop-up ad to see. Bruno went from slinging wine coolers to slinging energy drinks. So Bruce Willis. And he likes the taste, damn it. And I love the interview from the CEO. It's like, we wanted someone famous to, to promote our drink, so we said, let's go with Bruce Willis. It's like we had four or five people. 
then we picked Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing like, you know, Bruce really likes to practice, and he actually came to us. You know, Nova was like, yeah, we were looking at probably like who we could afford and who's famous <laughs> enough. And but yeah, so it's called Hell Energy Drink, hey? Yep. Give them hell. Nice. Energy like hell. What's it say? What's they're saying? Uh, gives like, you power like hell. There we go. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested. I've been. I've been doing a deep dive in uh, European energy drinks there. Uh, oh, have, have you, you got you got rattled. Well, have you heard about Rich Energy? No. So Rich Energy uh, oh. is um, a sponsor of an F1 team. Sorry to go F1 advertising. Oh, there we go. Right yeah. Okay. And so they sort of came Geppetto out of nowhere. Tortellini's racing team or whatever. And it's expensive to be a sponsor. Uh, it came out later that the contract had them giving them like, I think, $30 million for the year, you know, to, to be on the side of the car. Um, and it was actually a cigarette the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's this, it's this energy uh, drink company called Rich. You can see a lot in the, in the public filings. And so... Uh, like you'd see like the year two years ago this, this uh corporation had less than fifty thousand dollars in assets and all of a sudden they're paying like 30 million to uh haas f1 team so the, the best thing is well first what everyone sort of realized they were going off the tracks is that their um <laughs> um this logo looks exactly like this bike company called White Bikes. It's this deer with antlers, and it's like identical, except it's like silver instead of gold, or vice versa. And so they went to court, and White Energy like beat them, and like you know they they're not allowed to use that logo anymore. But that's when everyone sort of discovered that their Twitter account wasn't like run like corporate style by like some intern. It was actually run by the CEO. And he was on cocaine all the time. Oh, nice. <laughs> so they just have incredible, like Chris Harris is the preeminent uh, card journalist in, in the world. And this guy would be like, well, you don't know nothing yet, freaking idiot. <laughs> just like, just coked up, just going crazy on everyone, saying Red Bull's got nothing on me. <laughs> and so Haas eventually... No, so he I came out. I like that the CEO just straight up is coked out running the Twitter, though. Yeah, kind of like Jim Mercy. In the, maybe it's in just on energy cults. drink. Yeah, maybe. So um, he's like, you know what? Haas isn't doing very good this year. And they actually were at the time. It's like, so we've decided to, uh, uh, you know, stop sponsoring them. <laughs> and, and it's like, due to poor performance by Haas, we're, we're not going to be sponsoring them anymore. Then, oh. The next day, like Haas has to put out a statement saying your checks didn't clear you, idiot. You coked up, idiot. And it was, this, yeah, it was really funny. But British, I mean, Eng European energy drinks are uh, a good time between hell and and uh, rich. <laughs> I know. Stick to Rockstar Monster yeah. and Red Bull. I think. No, Carter, have you followed it? Yeah. Does Rich actually exist now, or was there whole like campaign of just? It was tough to find people sponsoring F1, then maybe develop a drink later. Like you could get their drink, but it'd be really hard to find. Huh? Yeah, be rich. So they never had any money. It's like it's amazing how these companies, like you know, they had less than fifty thousand in assets, and all of a sudden they're signing deals worth like thirty million dollars, and they never had any money to begin with. It looks like. Carter, I almost had to get you uh, fighting for me. 
Uh oh. Yep. Well, just I had to get the credit card company to do a chargeback. Really? Yeah, and they were great about it in the end. It was actually amazing how efficient they were. We ordered our rail tickets mm-hmm. for Europe in advance. We ordered them on the 15th of June. And we paid for the shipping to happen by the 22nd. And we put our departure from Canada date on the 1st, because that's when we were leaving the country. And like three days before we were leaving the country, like we're not going to be able to ship you those tickets in time. Sorry. Call us and uh, you'll give you a refund, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we couldn't call them. So they said to email because they weren't open or whatever at the same time. And then the next day, they're like, congratulations, we've just shipped your tickets. Oh, geez. Well, we're on the way out of the country. After, Could the, the rail company they, like void those tickets and you just buy them there in person? That's what they, well, it is the real company. It's like, but. No, but, no, but I said the rail company. Like, oh. could they void the, the tickets in transit? Uh, well, we tried to contact them and they wouldn't give us our money back until they physically got their tickets back. Jeez, oh, they can avoid them. Oh, geez. So they're like, we're not giving our policies that we're not going to give you your money back until we get the tickets. You I'm like, well, we're not the in the, we're yeah. not in the country anymore. So we can't get them. And they're like, okay, well, maybe we'll do a return to sender. I was like, yes, please. And we had the tracking number, luckily. And then they just returned, they requested a return to sender. And then, like, the next day, they just said they requested a hold. So they were just sitting in Creighton, Saskatchewan, which is like part of Flin Flon, for 29 days until we called again. And the guy's like, yeah, we just, we, we haven't got them back yet, so we're just not going to refund you the money. And it's already been like 45 days, right? Yeah. Obviously, they didn't use it, the tickets. We weren't even in the country to get them, and we yeah. never had possession of them. And they're not giving us our money back. And I think they're basically at this point waiting for the 60-day window where you can't do a chargeback anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just, I recorded all our conversations with the guy too. It was always the same guy because I think there's just one person in an office that's their whole firm. But I was recording all the conversations and had all the convers- like correspondence. And like, I was just like, yeah, you, you got like a half an hour to like get me my money back. And he's like, I'll call you back right away. And then he didn't call back. So I called the credit card company. And I swear it was like, it was less than 10 minutes and we had the money back. That's crazy. Why are they so They nice? were so... They were so on it. Like, he goes, wait, you never got them and you were out of the country? He's like, if you're lying to me and they challenge us, like, you're totally screwed. But he's like, if what you're telling me is true, he's like, you have, like, passport stamps saying you were out of the country? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely do. That's and I was like, I'm like, and I recorded all the phone calls. He's like, oh, this is great. He's like, okay. yeah, he's like, I'm just going to give you the money back right now. And uh, if they challenge it, maybe you won't get it. But he's like, and then, like, they called us, like, Two days later, like, yeah, we're giving you a full refund. I was like, nice. Great. But it was like they were just basically delaying them. Like, because after 60 days, the credit card company, it's not on them anymore to like protect you. You have to like file a claim or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like way more work. Nope. <laughs> and everybody gives up basically, right? Of so, yeah, it was. And I think they just take it for granted that most people just eventually will give up. But like we're teachers on holidays, with like Time. every day, every day is free. Like it's just like, no, I can I can call you back a hundred times, Michael. 
Listen, we've got a travel site. I don't know if you heard about it. We're going to give you a negative <laughs> yeah. review, sir. We are going to make a special page about them, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, about just what a scam they are and how to just buy them in person as opposed to trying to order online because yeah, they were. I was, but I'm sure they'll get mad about that, but whatever. All 80 people that look at it, but yeah, it was scary because it was like 1500 bucks, which is a lot of oh, money. And, holy moly, yeah, that is yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, it was, it was, and they were just totally lying, like they just put a hold on it. The best I haven't on. I haven't recorded to. I haven't listened back to it, but I was having some good one-liners at that person. Oh, let's get the guy, the guy was... on. Uh, uh, not. Let's get the guy on. Um, not uh, with him consenting. <laughs> let's throw that on. <laughs> and but he uh, he called. Uh, he, he he's like, okay, because uh, I we were just literally talking about a hold. He's like, well, there's a hold on it. I'm like, yeah, it's been a hold for 29 days. Like you've held this for 20, and he's like. Uh, uh, can you just hold on a second? I'm just gonna put you on hold while I look something up. I wait, it's gonna be a 29 day hold, Michael. <laughs> it's so good. It's probably my favorite one liner. Lisa was like in tears laughing so hard. It was, it was great. It was great. I'm gonna put you on hold for 29 days. I bet you even he laughed once he put me on hold. <laughs> yeah, and his manager who could do the refunds was never in the office. Man, it's always sweet out, gig. Out for the yeah, I know. Yeah, I want to be that. I can I have your manager's job, Michael? Michael, is there a manager? Michael, are you lying to me? <laughs> are you, are you actually Mr. Manager, Michael? Yeah, Michael, are you Mr. Manager now? <laughs> Michael, did you kill your manager? Michael, where's the body? Michael! Yeah. <laughs> Michael! Michael! 